story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with Mama G. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Story Time with Mama G. Now, my commitment to recording this podcast for you, lovely lot, knows no bounds. And this week, I'm skirting all over the country. I've been to North Wales, I've been to Suffolk, I've been Norfolk, I've been to the Northeast, and I'm currently in a Sainsbury's car park in Wallington. This is the only place I could find to do the podcast before I spend the day with the lovely people at Sutton Libraries. So I hope you enjoy it and I hope you appreciate my commitment to your aural pleasure. And now, this week's story is Bold Steve's. As in, that's the name of the story. It's it's not Bold Steve's story. It's called Bold Steve's. The bell rang. Everyone cheered. The kids, the teachers, the dinner ladies, and even the mice, who could finally have the school all to themselves. For this bell meant one thing. It was the holidays! And not just any holiday. The summer holidays. The longest, most luxurious holiday of them all. And nobody was more excited than Charlie because Charlie's summer holiday was going to be 100% more exciting than everybody else's. It always was. At the end of every school year, Charlie's routine was always the same. One, bell ring. Two, cheer. Three, run home as fast as legs can go. Four, find out the exotic destination of this year's holiday. Five, pack. Six, back out the door with the promise of wonderful adventures ahead. And this year was no different. Charlie was out the school and on their way home faster than Marvel released new films. But Charlie could be home even faster if it wasn't for one thing. Having to pass the house next door. You know the kind of house. Unruly garden, probably where trolls live. Rotting outside walls, probably because of a witch's curse. Full of strange noises, probably the prisoners that are going to be eaten and a reclusive owner that people only ever see at night. Probably a sorcerer. And Charlie had just got to that house. Charlie stopped. Chills immediately ran up their spine. From a safe distance, Charlie checked that the owner was nowhere to be seen. And he wasn't. He never was. Charlie didn't know much about the owner, but the few things that Charlie did know were enough to make them queasy. One, the owner was almost certainly evil, according to every kid in the street. Two, the owner was bald, according to Charlie's parents. Three, the owner was called Steve, according to the mail that sometimes got delivered to their house. Four, anyone who was bald and called Steve was clearly trouble, according to Charlie. Charlie took a deep breath crossed to the other side of the road, and staying as close to the opposite fence as they could, passed through the scary house's shadow. 
As soon as they were on the other side, normal business resumed. Charlie was running again, this time running straight through their front door, screaming, Where are we going? Running straight up the stairs to their room, slamming the door just as their parents replied, falling back onto the bed and dreaming of what their parents had said. Maldives! The Maldives. Charlie was going to spend the summer holidays in the Maldives. This was a dream come true. Charlie had been dreaming of going to the Maldives for as long as they could remember. Charlie knew everything about why they were such a popular holiday destination. LFC. The Maldives are beautiful. The Maldives are quiet. The Maldives are unique. And the Maldives have a rich culture that you don't see in the pictures. What did I tell you? Charlie had really done their research. Charlie packed everything you could imagine, and then a bit more. Time to go, shouted Charlie's mum. Charlie struggled to fit everything into their suitcase, and what wouldn't fit, Charlie decided to wear. In fact, they ended up looking like a holiday monster. Charlie had turned into a small beast, wearing three pairs of sunglasses, a swimming cap under a baseball cap, armbands, two pairs of flip-flops, goggles round their neck, five t-shirts, a bum bag, a garish Hawaiian shirt and a snorkel in their mouth. And don't forget the inflatable swan. Charlie's parents looked aghast. Where do you think we're going? asked Mum. Charlie took the snorkel out of their mouth. The Maldives! Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear, mumbled Dad. Oh no, said Mum. We didn't say the Maldives. We said Bold Steves. We're going next door to Bold Steves. Charlie sank to the floor. This dream had turned into a nightmare. But Bold Steves is nothing like the Maldives. Actually, said Dad, I think you'll find they're very similar. Yes, agreed Mum. Bold Steve is beautiful. Bold Steve is quiet. Bold Steve is unique. And there's more to Bold Steve than just his house. And we're going there for dinner, said Dad. So you better make yourself look less silly. You won't be surprised that Charlie took a lot of persuading... Not only were their holiday dreams dashed, but they were now going to have to enter the dreaded house. This may be the last you ever hear of Charlie. But of course, it wasn't. Because Bold Steve wasn't scary at all. In fact, Bold Steve's house was rather wonderful. And so was Bold Steve. Bold Steve, it turns out, looked a lot like Ryan Gosling. But not the Ryan Gosling you're thinking of. The Ryan Gosling that exists in your mum's head. So Bold Steve was beautiful. And Bold Steve was a nurse who worked during the night, which explains why none of the local kids ever saw him. And he had more books than Charlie had ever seen to help him sleep during the day. So Bold Steve was quiet. And Bold Steve cooked an exquisite dinner. Now, that may not sound like anything special, but he was an expert at cooking blindfolded. So, Bold Steve was unique. And Bold Steve's garden turned out to be a nature reserve, 
where plant and animal life were nurtured. That's why it always looked so wild. So there was so much more to bold Steve than just his house. After that visit, Charlie and Bold Steve became fast friends. And soon Bold Steve was hosting barbecues for the whole neighbourhood. And not too long after that, Charlie stopped caring that they had never been to the Maldives. Because beautiful, quiet and unique things were all around them. So, you know, you never know who people are. And sometimes, assuming things about someone will upset you more than it will upset them. Unless you assume this that they are wonderful, because I'll tell you what, they are. So that was this week's story, Bold Steves, and it may come as no surprise to you that the title for that story came to me in a dream, and then the rest of the story came to me trying to work back from that title. And I do think I've thoroughly entertained the good people of Wallington Sainsbury's in their car park. You might have even heard some police sirens going past then. It's very exciting around here. I'm having a lovely time. Now, my book of the week. Oh, I should have said that differently. Now, it's time for the book of the week. Yes, that's better. This week's book of the week is not one that I own or have read, but it sounds absolutely fantastic. And I came across it on Egmont Publishing's Instagram page the other day. And it's by Mel Elliott. And it's called The Girl With Two Dads. And it's about a character called Pearl, who is at school one day. And a new girl arrives called Matilda. But there's something very different about Matilda and quite cool that all the other kids think is awesome. And it is that she has two dads. And Pearl, who's the main character, thinks that Matilda's family must be very different to hers. But of course, as the story progresses, we discover that Pearl and Matilda's families are actually very similar. And it sounds like it's a really beautiful book. It's by Mel Elliott and the illustrations look fantastic. Very, um, a little bit of a retro quality I like. And uh, the front cover has a picture of uh, two sets of legs, one of which is wearing a pinstripe suit and pink socks. And I think that's rather fun. And the nice thing about this is that Pearl is based on the author's own daughter. How awesome is that? Imagine having a character in a book based on you. Well, I'm going to buy this book from somewhere because it sounds absolutely amazing. And hopefully uh, during Pride Month, which is coming up as we're just at the end of LGBT History Month, I'll be reading that in a few libraries and a few bookshops. Um, And also it made me think there are other books that are about uh, same-sex families. Um, Some of them uh, you may have heard of. Of course, probably the most famous one is And Tango Makes Three which uh, was a book of the week a few uh, weeks ago. Uh, and then there's sort of a, a duo of books, a double bill, if you will, called... There's one called Daddy, Papa and Me, and then there's one called Mummy, Mama and Me. And obviously the Daddy and Papa one are about uh, two dads, 
and Mummy and Mama are about two mums. And those books are by Leslie Newman and they're illustrated by Carol Thompson. And of course, all of these books are available in all good bookstores. So that was my Book of the Week. It is the end of the episode. I just have to do uh, my very quick admin and catch-up bits and bobs telling you where I'm going to be. Well, obviously, I'm just about to go into Wallington Library, but you won't have seen me because this episode will come out too late. Or if you have seen me, hello. I hope you had a nice time. Um, But let's see. uh, Today... If you're listening very early in the morning and you're in Hampshire, I'm going to be at Winchester Discovery Centre at 2.30. And then on Saturday the 23rd, I'm going to be at the Museum of Liverpool. No, the 22nd, sorry, darlings. I'm going to be at the Museum of Liverpool at 11, 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock. And then on Sunday the 23rd, we will be doing Mamaji's Storytime Roadshow at the Anglia Ruskin Drama Studio in Cambridge. And that's going to be at 4 o'clock. Monday the 25th, you can see me at Battersea Park Library. Then I'm going to have a bit of a week off. I'm going to sit down. And then on Saturday the 29th, I will be at Thames Ditton's Library at 11 o'clock and Tooting Library at 2.30. And on March the 1st, I will be at the Under One Roof Kids, which is in Woolwich, doing Mamma G Storytime Rojo. So I hope some of you can come and see me then. And then the following week, well, I'm going to go down to Devon. I'm going to go to Barnstable and I'm going to go to Torquay and I'm so excited because you all know I love Devon a lot. Now, I hope you've all had a fantastic half term and you might like to know this last weekend I'm running a bit of a competition over on my Facebook page which is to design me a logo. So you can get as creative as you want, let your imagination run wild. The only thing it needs to include is my name. Now, you have until March the 1st to get your entries in. You can send them to me at info at petitepantos.com or via DM on Instagram and Facebook. And if you go to Facebook, there's more instructions up there. And the winner of the prize will have their design recreated by a professional graphic designer. And also you'll win a personalised video story from me lucky things. Well, have a lovely time. Enter the competition. Go crazy. And I will see you all soon. Bye. It's story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with Mama G.